Ladies and gentlemen, I'm extremely excited to tell you about the NBA 2K23 Jordan Challenge. If you're listening to this podcast, you know who Michael Jordan is. You know why he's the greatest. You know he's the GOAT. But now you get the chance to relive your favorite and most memorable moments from the career of Michael Jordan. Whether you watched that happen live, whether you saw it in The Last Dance, whether you watched it on YouTube, you now get to play through 15 unique game experiences beginning from his career at UNC in college all the way up, you're going to play the flu game. You're going to come back in the 45 jersey, drop 55 points at Madison Square Garden. You're going to face the bad boy Pistons, the Showtime Lakers, all the way up until you win the sixth ring. You take on these challenges, and if you complete them, you get rewards unlocked in my career and my team. Now, the reason why I'm so excited about this, because if you listen to this podcast, you're probably a basketball nerd like myself. Maybe not quite as nerdy as myself, but if you are, God bless you. But the details that 2K have put in here, whether it's the AI and the team tendencies to reflect the era that it was played in, right? Because basketball has changed so much over time. The game now looks very different to the game in the 90s and the 80s. So the tendencies and Jordan challenges are a lot more like the 80s. So there's going to be more emphasis on the mid-range game, more emphasis on post-up, less three-point shooting. And as you progress through the challenges through the years, you'll start to see the game evolve. And the best part is the tiny details that 2K have added. The broadcast crew is going to have the old-school commentators. Mike Fratello is going to be in there. You're going to be able to run sets from old-school coaches. I'm talking about the likes of Jack Ramsey, the legendary coach, Phil Jackson, of course, if we're talking about Michael Jordan and the Bulls, Jerry Sloan, Rick Adelman, and a whole lot more. And then you're going to be able to see it looking like the 80s. Every little last detail inside the arena has been edited to look realistic to the area. So it's not just going to be a modern arena where they throw Michael Jordan into it. You're going to feel like you were in the 80s. You're going to feel like you were in the 90s. So make sure you hit the link in the description to pre-order your copy of NBA 2K23 because trust me, this is going to be the best video game of all time. And the best part is if you do hit the link in our description right now, and you send me a screenshot on Twitter or Instagram or wherever of you using our link to pre-order, I will play you at NBA 2K23. So hopefully I'll see you guys in the city, see you in the neighborhood, in the park, whatever you want to call it. Just make sure you get buckets. Enjoy this episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast. You know the vibes! We're back with another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast. And as always, I'm going to tell you one thing, one thing only. Hit the link in the description to pre-order your copy of NBA 2K23. Because on NBA 2K23, there's one player that is simply unstoppable. And it's not BJ Armstrong or the 1991 Bulls. Sorry. Mm. Mm. It's a Greek Nigerian man who lives in Milwaukee. Giannis Antetokounmpo. And today we're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks, featuring the great Giannis Antetokounmpo. So we're going to break down their offseason, what they did, what they didn't do, who they kept, who they lost. And um, we're going to break down what's their prediction for next year. So quite simply, they've not really lost anyone except for Rajon Tucker and Jordan Noir. They added Marjon Beecham as a rookie. They drafted AJ Green and they got Joe Ingles, which was an interesting move. Very surprising move. Anyway, 
They retained Javon Carter, Pat Connaughton, Serge Ibaka, Wesley Matthews, Bobby Portis, not Portis, as I learned in the TikTok comment section, Luca Vildoza, and Lindell Wiggins. So basically, the Milwaukee Bucks are saying, let's run it back. If Chris Middleton was healthy, we believe that we would have won the NBA championship. BJ Armstrong, are they right to believe that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you believe that? Without question. They would have won the NBA championship with a healthy Chris I believe it. I believe in Giannis. I believe. I, I Isn't it not a bad player to put your faith in? Okay. No. It's not even faith. He has shown me. And he keeps showing me. This is what it is. This is what it is. He puts his stamp on every game. Yes. He puts his, he comes out there and he lays it out on the line every game. Mm -hmm. And I, you got to respect that. He, he plays the the game the right way. Yeah. He just brings it. He plays a game with a certain level of hunger you haven't seen in quite some time. And he mm-hmm. brings this in All-Star Weekend, the regular season, warm-ups, first quarter, fourth quarter, playoffs. He He's bringing it. He's, he's bringing his game. Now, Giannis, as long as he's out there, He's the most impactful player in the game today. Most dominant. On both ends of the court. Mm-hmm. He, he impacts the bottom line. So as long as he's out there, you give him a secondary score like Middleton, I believe that's enough. And until someone shows me that they can not win in a seven-game series, but when I say win, let me take that back. Until someone dominates him in a seven-game series, I b- I believe this team has the ability to win. Provided you know you you know every now and then you will get extraordinary efforts to beat him. Just ask the Celtics; they they got we, extraordinary we this on every episode. Have you noticed this? Yeah, well, we have, have to. You we have to mention this. I, I got to give those guys. I got to give Grant Williams credit. I got to give Al Horford credit. I got to give these guys credit. But it was an extraordinary effort. Extra, I mean, it was like, wow. Like, wow. Give those guys credit. So in saying that, I just want to talk about Giannis. But we can talk about Milwaukee, but I would love to just talk about Giannis. Because Giannis, to me, has entered into the – he's entered into the conversation oh, oh. of greatest of all time. Let's He's get on to Giannis. Let's get on to Giannis, but let's talk about their roster moves before we get there. Sure. A very perplexing signing. Not just signing Joe Ingles, but signing a Joe Ingles recovering from an ACL tear. Very interesting to me because I didn't see that move coming at all. Joe Ingles is 34. They all say 3 and D, but there's not much defense, I don't think, at this point coming off the ACL. But he provides shooting some playmaking and it's just another body to have out there. So why do you think they signed the man they called Jingles? Fascinating move. Fascinating move. They must know something or see something 
that we can't see to think that he's going to come back and return to the lineup in a year's time and, and just begin playing. Now, could I see that next year? Yes. Provided he comes back, maybe gets 15, 20 games under his belt, has a good summer where he's not rehabbing. And then next, I can see that. But again, you know, I'm just, I'm just looking at it from afar, but I thought it was a very interesting move to say the least. So when they won that championship, they traded for PJ Tucker just at the trade deadline, just right around all star weekend. And PJ came in and gave that squad the boost it needed to go on to win the championship. And the timeline right now for Ingles' return would be around February, heading into the All-Star break. So maybe that's what they had in the back of their mind, is he can just give them the added boost to close out the season and go into the playoffs. But for me, if I was the general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks, I would look at it like this. Brook Lopez missed some considerable time with some injuries and looked a little bit still injured when he did return. I thought they would have spent, because they put the, the tax, taxpayer mid-level exception, I thought they would have gone after a big man that can play that spot without Brook Lopez and allow Bobby Portis, not Portis. I've got to keep, I've got to think about that every time I say his name, but allow him to maintain his role, either coming off the bench rather than saying, okay, Bobby, today you're starting at five. Okay, Brook's back now. You're going back to the bench to get some level of consistency there. Do you think that they're going to miss not having a extra backup big behind Brook Lopez? You know, I'm a huge component of depth. You need depth to win, especially they've been playing deep into the playoffs now for the last, what, three years or so. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of pressure, especially on Giannis, but on the bigs, you know, Brooks got to be getting up there now. He's got to be 30 something, three, 34, somewhere around there now. And yep. when you come off of, when you start having back injuries, you always got to be a little careful with that, especially with bigs, because they're constantly hitting each other in the back. So I wish they would have depth. I think they got back Serge Ibaka. If I, if I they they did, but, but Serge looked like a shell of himself when he played. Yeah, but he came saw. over, you know, during the course of the season. He'll get training camp now. I'm, I'm assuming he'll be more familiar with the system. And if he could somehow give them 15 minutes, seven minutes but, a half. But even he was injured before he got traded. So that's why I'm yeah, looking at it like yeah. a question mark, like maybe investing in a younger big man, like, you know. You know, when you look at youth, you normally associate youth with inexperience. This is a team now that's looking to go deep into the playoffs. They're not looking to try to bring some along and get them caught up to speed. Serge Ibaka, if he's healthy, clearly they believe he will be healthy and have every reason to believe he will be healthy. Serge should be able to give them a good 15 minutes a night at the four and the five because Serge can shoot a little bit from the three. He's, he's took his you know, range and extended it beyond the three-point line. And if he can give them that 15 minutes, consistent 15 minutes, I think that's a good pickup for them. Now, there are a lot of question marks. Injury and, and health is a, is a major concern, especially when you start to get older in this league. But I would, you know, I, I think it's, it would probably have been in their best interest, but they know their teams better than, than we do to add another big, a young big who can play because I'm just concerned about the minutes that's piling up on Giannis. Mm-hmm. He's putting in a, he's putting in a lot of minutes. He is Superman, but you know, you, you know what? But th those are a lot of minutes because he's playing a lot of minutes 
and he has to play those minutes in the playoffs. You can see the gaps in their team, especially when they get to the playoffs. And that to me is a concern because if something happens to Middleton, like it did, you can really see what this team is lacking. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, 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 you know, I, so it, it, it is a concern, but you know, no need to fear because Giannis is here. Giannis is here. Mm-hmm. Was, when you say Superman, he's in the building. So I got to roll with it. If he's there. That's why they say fear the deer. So, Look at the team. They've obviously got Drew Holiday, the one, one of the league's best perimeter defenders and a, a solid playmaker, shall we say. He's an okay playmaker. He can get it done on offense. Um, and then at the two, do you know what was really good for them is keeping Wesley Matthews, managing to retain his services. The fact that they even picked him up in the first place, that no one had signed him, was crazy to me. Uh, he was an excellent defender throughout their playoff run, even though they didn't get to the final again. He was an excellent defender throughout that playoff run. Then Chris Middleton at three coming off his wrist surgery, Giannis and Brooke Lopez, because the hole in their team really throughout the playoffs was because they lost PJ Tucker and then Chris Middleton was injured. They always had one bad defender on the floor at all times. So they'd have either Grayson Allen or Pat Codditon. And you remember we were talking about it. The Boston Celtics would simply punish Codditon or Allen or whoever was the weak link left out on the court. Now with Chris Middleton returning to health, they've obviously addressed that, but you are right in terms of their depth. When I look at their bench, maybe Javon Carter is the guy that can come in. I thought they'd utilize him a bit more because he brings that energy, the effort of picking someone up full court and just hounding them in the minutes that he's on the court. But the defense at that wing position with no Middleton, if he re-injures his wrist or anything, that is the one area of concern where I could potentially see a gap in this team. What do you think about that? Well, you know, it's an offense-defense trade-off. On one hand, you need shooting to play with Giannis. Make no doubt about it. And both of those guys, Grayson Allen and those guys can shoot. But on the other hand, you got to get some stops. And that's a major concern. You know, you, you, you just brought up two, I, I, and, I, and I, you know, and having the opportunity to look at this team and see these team play in person and talking to their front office, there's two, there's two areas of concern. Their death for their bigs, which we talked about, and then the lack of an athletic big who can defend multiple positions. You can't have enough of those guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now they have a player who can defend, especially in the fourth quarter, and Giannis. Giannis can defend literally all five positions. Yes, and he does. <laughs> but when you have multiple players like a Jalen Brown and a Jason Tatum, he can only guard one of them. Mm-hmm. And you can only ask him to do so much. You're asking him to carry the team and play against literally five guys on the offensive end. And then you're asking him to guard and chase around Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and all these guys. So I think what they're going to have to do is maybe add another athletic big guy, six, seven, six, eight, who could defend, take some of that pressure off, maybe develop that guy. Is there any potential that guy alone? Any potential names that'll be on your radar? Well, I, I don't have any names, you know, you know that that come right to mind. But I think that's an area of concern for them. They're because if they're whoever they're whoever they're going to guard, whoever they're going to play, they're going to have to guard James Harden. They're going to have to guard Kevin Durant. They're going to have to guard Bradley Beal. They're going to have to guard Jimmy Butler. They're going to have to guard Kawhi Leonard. All these guys, anyway. Scotty Barnes. 
So why not prepare for that when that day comes? You know, I mean, look, I, I, you know, I like Wes Matthews and, and, and all these guys, right? I like these guys, but you can't have enough of those guys. Okay. And so I think that's an area of concern for them is to get another wing and another big. Okay. Because if they don't, I still have faith that Giannis is good enough to steamroll through an opposition team. Like we can wow. pick out the holes in the squad, but like really when I sit down and think about it, right. As much as I want to say the Celtics are going back to the finals. When I watch this guy, Giannis play, I just think how, can you stop? How, how can you stop him? It's, it's like an impossible question because I don't know if we've seen anyone this dominant in a long time. If you were a coach and I'm putting you on the spot right now and you had to okay. devise a game plan to stop Giannis Antetokounmpo, what would be three of your points of emphasis that you tell your team? Well, first, there's no stopping him. Okay, that's the first thing. He is truly, truly an amazing player. He's, you know, you don't see many of these players. He 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 fills up everything that to me transcends when they talk about errors, right? You know, we talk about players and errors, and then there's a debate on whether he's good in this era and whether this guy would be good. Say, okay, there are four things that transcend time in professional sports okay one i'll just for the sake of it i'll just call it big size and length when you say big okay there's four things big strong tough athlete that transcends time a big athlete what i mean by big size and length Giannis, when he's 35 will still be big and he'll have length that will not shrink with age. He may lose a step, but he'll still be long. Mm-hmm. Crazy wingspan, seven foot two yes, or whatever he is. is. So, okay. 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 Strong. When I say strong, can a player play through contact? Well, <laughs> he's the best in the league. Mm-hmm. The guy, he, he initiates contact. He's a physical player. And when you see players who are physical on defense and can play through it on offense, that transcends. I don't care what era. We could start this at 1946. So he has those two. Toughness. It hurts me to say this. The injury he sustained in Atlanta in the playoffs and for him to come back. Is there any question his toughness? No, I, I already I, had no questions. I've never seen anything like that. Maybe Rondo playing with his okay. elbow popped out, but I've never seen anything okay. like his knee so, went. Oh my god! No, 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 no. We don't even talk about it. Okay, we don't wish that on anybody. Mm. But he's big. He's strong. He plays through contact. Okay, he has incredible physical and mental toughness. And then the fourth one is the icing on the cake. He's a rare athlete. This guy runs and jumps and has hands. He grabs the ball like a like a like a peach. He grabs. He just moves that ball around. And he's coordinated. So he has, he's coordinated yeah. as an athlete as well, because a lot of times players with his wingspan and his height and his hand size and all of that, they're not as coordinated as they should be. He has all of the four things that transcends time. That goes through time. Okay. Wilt Chamberlain. 
Bill Russell, That's Oscar Robertson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Tim Duncan, Shaquille O'Neal, LeBron James, Akeem Olajuwon. Same. He's in that caliber. They're all big. Okay. They're, they're all strong. They're all tough. And they're all rare athletes. Okay. And when you see that, that transcends time. It doesn't matter who's LeBron James. You could drop him off in what he, he's, he, he's big. I think the Admiral as well is the name also on that list. David Robinson. Kevin Durant, I know I'm leaving out guys. When you see this, it just transcends. It doesn't matter. It, it, that's, that's a rare talent. Giannis Antetokounmpo is a rare talent. He's rare. It transcends whatever era, whatever time. When you see people playing through contact like him, you know, you think of somebody like Charles Barkley. You go, well, he's not tall, but he's big. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you will have one of the two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sometimes Charles Barkley, he was big. Okay. Man, did he play through contact? <laughs> mm-hmm. Charles Barkley was tough. Mm-hmm. Hey, Charles Barkley was an athlete. That's what you love about this kid, Zion. Yep. Zion, Zion, he may not be, he may not have the length of a Kevin Durant or the length of a Giannis. But you know what? Man, Zion is a Jokic, he may not be athletically as gifted as some of the others, but he has all the other things. Yeah, he's a three of the four. This is what makes these guys special players. Okay, so I'm I'm, I'm a huge fan of Giannis. I love him. I think he is, he's opened my book up now to like, he's in the conversation. He will... To me, he's in the conversation of greatest of all time. What does he need to do for the rest of his career? Well, he's just keep playing. Just keep playing. You know, keep playing. Make your argument. Make your make your argument. And here is the here is the argument. Here is the argument. Be the last man standing when the smoke clears. Mm -hmm. Now, there's been some amazing players. Be the last man standing to where they say you are the greatest. If they keep comparing you, then you're not the best. When they stop comparing you, that's when you know you're the best. Be the last man standing. Okay, you want to find out who the best is? Just be the last guy standing when it, when it's all said and done. And he has an opportunity for the next 10, 12 years, because he's going to, you know, if he's healthy, this guy here is going to keep playing at this level for another decade at least. Mm-hmm. And in another decade, Bo, you and I will be doing some, I don't know if it'll still be called a podcast. We'll be doing something though, you and I. We'll be like a hologram. We'll be in your living yeah, room yeah, as a yeah, hologram. Well, you'll we'll be know, on the center of your sofa. We'll be doing something. You know, we'll be doing something. And we'll be talking about him and making his case. Because I'm excited to see what this guy can do. Because let me tell you something. He may not win seven or eight championships, but let me tell you something. He's going to try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, Mo, and you can't say that about everybody. Mo, 
He's going to try, though. Mm-hmm. And, and this is what's so crazy to me about when the Bucs won that championship and people say, oh, well, that's only because Kyrie was injured or whatever it might be. Giannis was injured, too. He's just a superhuman. And he just said, I'm just going to play. And the crazy thing is, hearing about that afterwards was, if he had actually landed on his knee badly one more time after sustaining that, he would have never played basketball again. But instead, he's a champion. Right now, he's playing for Greece in the Eurobasket thing. Trying how about to, that? How about that? With, how about with, that photo with, with him and his all his brothers. brothers? How about that? Have you watched the movie that? yet? Have I watched the movie? Oh, uh, you know what? I'm not a I'm not an emotional person like watching movies and crying and all that stuff, right? But I'm gonna tell you something, Mo. That was really good. Very well done. Congratulations mm-hmm. to the to to Giannis and his family. What a story. I mean, forget the basketball. The story was incredible. And we it was family entertainment. Like, yeah. we were thoroughly entertained in the Armstrong household with the movie. So happy that we watched it. The NBA, what a phenomenal, I mean, I already love him, if you can't tell. Now, I, I feel like I know him and his family. You know, I, I've met him a couple of times. But I don't know him. You know, I met him. But yeah, wow, what a story! I mean, what a story! I mean, you talking about the triumph of the human beings? Like, wow! Like, it's no, it's no wonder he's so good. After yep. watching, and he's got the hunger that you just can't, you just can't manufacture it. No, you, 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 you can't. I mean, I can still see the part where him and his brother were. They were sharing the same pair of sneakers. Crazy. How about that? I mean, crazy. I mean, you know, my, my, my son wants every Air Jordans made. And then here's a guy just, he's figured, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Mo, you're, you're probably, you're, you're, you, you fit right into my house. You know, you and my hey. son, all these, bo- and you save the boxes. <laughs> I just don't get it. Well, where are you going to keep them if you ain't got the boxes? I, I don't, I don't. They're going to get dusty. How about this, Mo? You wear them. I do. I wear a different okay. pair every day. <laughs> I'm personally offended. Every single, every single shoe you see there, okay, because I've got this whole thing, and I've got another one that you can't see, and another one's on the yeah. way. I've got, I've got too many boxes, as you can see. I know. I've I worn know. every single I pair. I don't get it, but okay, that's what you guys do. That's what you guys do. It's all good. You, you know what? I'm just glad you're helping my guy out. So, you know what? Yeah. It's, all, it's, it's all not Jordan. like he needs the help. It's, it's not like Jordan he needs the help. It's, you know what? it's not like the guy needs the help. But you know what? I'm glad you're, hey, hey, I'm glad you're helping somebody hey, well, out. There. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the squad now. So, you know, okay. I'm signing a contract and all that. But, but you know, it, it did actually make me feel really bad for having so many shoes. And then there's people out there like sharing shoes. So, I'm actually giving away a lot of stuff, but that's very, a whole nother thing. Very well done. Um, that's a whole nother thing. Uh, I don't want to talk about that, but the moral of the story is Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the world, even though he doesn't win MVP. Every This is like when LeBron was in his prime, right? LeBron could have been MVP for like 10 years straight. Yep. Giannis could be MVP for 10 years straight, but they're just that good that it's not fun if they just win it every year. But the best part about Giannis is that he could be defensive player of the year every year for 10 years straight as well. And that's not to take away from anyone else. But when we say both sides of the basketball, it's just a different level. 
Like some guys, there's, there's great guys in the NBA, great scorers, great shooters, great shot blockers. But this guy can do everything. He is basically a created player on 2K with the 99 ranks for almost everything. The three-point shot is coming along. The mid-range shot is taking some work. But the moral of the story is, PJ, if you want to create a player just like Giannis Antetokounmpo, hit the link in the description and pre-order NBA 2K23 because you can create your own Greek freak or whatever you want to be called and live out your dreams as an NBA player. Because unfortunately for all of us, that's as close as you're going to get to playing in the NBA. So hit the link in the description and you can be Giannis just for the day. How about that? We're going to be back tomorrow with more as we break down the Eastern Conference rival, the Philadelphia 76ers, and another dominant player they've got over there, Mr. Joel Embiid, who's going to be back with a vengeance. Until tomorrow, my people, make sure you leave a review, like, share with a friend, all that good stuff. And as always, get buckets. <laughs>